Hey, Street Fighters. Thanks for being here. Wednesday night, it's the basement street fight. Brian and I continue our tradition of yelling at each other's faces, mostly agreeing with each other, and trying to spread our bad attitude about hierarchies and the government to everywhere else we can. Uh, So far, so good. We have listeners on every single corner of the earth. And we're growing larger and bigger and stronger every single week. We have new listeners, new people that said they just heard about us. Thank you for calling in on the Sunday nights when we take your calls. That's the last show that you heard was uh, our call-in show we do every single Sunday night, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Start calling in about 1030 if you want to get in on the show, get in there early. Number 614-412-5252. And if you want to watch the show... Subscribe on Patreon for $5 or more. We do a live video stream, and uh, you can look at our faces and watch how we do the show. We got it free tonight, so thank you for folks that saw the link and decided to give it a shot. Enter in the chat. We'll be chiming in with uh, your observations on this show. I am not on the sauce. I'm 11 days sober off weed. But enjoying this yellow mangda kratom like crazy. Um, the thinking herb is what it's called. Um, and lots of other thinking herbs like marijuana. Marijuana is a great thinking herb. Sure. Kind of makes my thinking not as good. But then yeah. you take CBD and it's like, oh, my thinking's back. Sure. I like to, f- I think it gives my brain a lot of exercise. My brain is under a lot of duress all the time, except for when it's sleeping. Yeah. So. We are in week four of a new thing that I've been keeping track of. Okay. That's Burger King. We got some Burger King news, Brett. <laughs> we well, should get real- a sponsorship from Burger King. Like, that seems Yeah, we're fair. spreading the word. We're making them. <laughs> Three workers were fired in 2012 after a Mayfield Heights Burger King employee posted a picture of him stealth standing in two bins of lettuce. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) At the time, it was aptly described as the foot lettuce incident. To celebrate the six-year anniversary, a group of Cleveland millennials proudly dined at the same location. Here they are at the franchise. According to statements obtained from the management team at the time, the contaminated lettuce was discovered by the morning shift manager and was disposed of prior to the open of business. That is such a lie. You just admit you fed people foot lettuce. Yeah, that's what, just the did way they take their is. shoes off. No, it's a picture of them standing in two bins of lettuce with their shoes on. It's fucking awesome. So the Burger King news. Uh, so I love that the foot lettuce. There was a thing here from Subway a long time ago called penis subs where these young men laid their penis on the bread at Subway. And it was just people freaked out about sure. Sure. For me, it was like. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not that big of a deal. It's I not mean, like as your long penis. You took a shower, right? It's not like your penis is like there when you're eating it. it. It's there and then it goes away. Yeah, they don't get mad when somebody puts a finger on a sub. I mean, I hope do they wash? They know they don't wash the lettuce, do they? After that, I, who cares? You know, it's foot. What is on his foot? Uh, toe jam and shit. It's his shoes are on. He's in his yeah, shoes. Yeah, he's got. Oh, he's sh- oh, even worse. No. <laughs> 
the bottom of his shoes. The bottom of the fucking shoes? You're going to lick someone at the bottom of someone's shoes? No, dude? I'm not going to lick the bottom of somebody's shoes. But if you served me a sandwich with shoe lettuce on it and I ate it and it was already down, I don't think I would freak out about it or anything. I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I ate well, the I shoe just, lettuce. It would just depend if I could taste it. Right. I don't think you can. What's the taste? That, I mean, unless it's, um, there's old dog gum, shit. Old gum or something. But see, if there was old gum in the lettuce from the shoe, no, yeah, yeah. they would have caught that when they put it on the sandwich. <laughs> or like a Band-Aid or something like that. Sure. Like they would have caught that when they put it on the sandwich. That makes sense. That doesn't make So for sense. me, it's like there was, all, there, there there was, was no, no risk in this thing. It was a goofy joke they were doing. Yeah, I really think I'm the grossest person in the world when it comes to eating because I'm I do not share people's fear about bad things happening to their food. <laughs> well, I don't either. But period, though, I don't like. What do you if you get a hair in your food? Oh, I don't. I don't yeah. even know what the big deal is about it. <laughs> like, sure, sure. I don't even know. Like when somebody. When the one time I had a hair in my food, I got a chicken parmesan at uh, the spaghetti warehouse, which is like kind of a chain in town that you go to. And they baked, they 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 did that. I picked it up with the hair. It was like fried into the chicken. I love that. And then I just kind of took it out, moved it aside. And then everybody at the table fucking freaked out about it and made me like ask for my money back and stuff. I was like, I'll just put the hair off to the side. I re- yeah, I remember. It's not a toenail. I remember some kid at this place I worked, uh, this clothing store, this kid got her hair caught on the fucking door and it like ripped a chunk out of it. And there was this just like chunk of hair hanging off the door and no one would pull it off. They were afraid of touching it. I didn't even know what was, I couldn't imagine what would be on it that you couldn't touch it. Yeah. Nothing. Eat the food, man. You know, eat, 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 eat. first of all, if you're going to have somebody else cook your food and it's going to be a teen, don't. Don't think that it's going to be clean. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's life. Yeah. Brett served people floor dust one time and their garlic butter. Yeah. Just stirred it right in there. I'm sure you didn't need it. No. But every one of the people that ate the floor dust. Yeah. The one I took the dustbin and dumped it into the garlic <laughs> butter. Yeah. Everybody there is, is alive still. Like it's not gone. Yeah, yeah. That, that somebody in the ch- in the chat said, "If you're a picky eater, cook your own food." I feel well, that way too. I don't think it's picky to say I don't want to have the bottom <laughs> of someone's boot on my food. I like do. maybe just throw the top <laughs> layer away. I don't think the whole bin of lettuce is contaminated, but like just toss that one. <laughs> okay, you like make you want to make a point? Like no, I'll eat every goddamn piece of lettuce. You're a bootlicker, dude. I'm not a boot licker. I'm a you boot like the eater. taste of boot. I don't like the taste of boot. I just don't care. Yeah, give me the boot. You think people <laughs> haven't stepped on your lettuce already? Oh, I'm sure they have. Yeah, you're out there. They're out there in the field picking the lettuce. They probably step on it sometimes. Sure, I know. No, There's probably a toenail issue. gets caught up in there. We're so worried about like clean, like the food. No, we're not. I, my house, my place is filthy. But I'm saying <laughs> that like as a society. We worry, like, there's an undue amount of fear that bad things are happening to your food. Because really, what does it even mean behind your... If somebody spits in your food and you bite in it and there's a loogie, that's gross. 
that's disgusting and that's bad and you can return it that's disrespectful but like some accidental thing like a hair or like a band-aid or like uh no, not a band-aid <laughs> you're always why is he disagreeing with me so much tonight? i don't eat blood I don't, I don't need anybody's blood or nothing or scabs and shit let's or, make i don't need nobody's infections let's uh let's do some solidarity how's that sound brett yeah, i got this sure. story from the iwalk the Incarcerated Workers Organizing Committee. Okay. And, and this is just a press release. Whereas trusted comrades, collectives, and networks behind the prison walls have convert, convened and called for a national prison strike from August 21st to September 9th, 2018, issued a set of demands and guidelines and requested outside support. So this is what we can do to support the incarcerated people who are going to be on a, they're going on a strike from August 21st to September 9th. And like, these are people that are being forced to work for what? 50 cents an yeah, hour, or some nothing, shit yeah. like that. They're doing, you know, usually doing hard work. Whereas, uh, so here, here, oh, this is hard to read. One, immediately add your name to the list of endorsing organizations and solicit other. Okay. As the stripe develops, the scope of work... Okay, we got to read the whole thing. I thought I could, like, get the info out. You know what I'm saying? Whereas we, the incarcerate, the IWOC of the IWW, have heard their call for support and find the strike and its goals completely aligned with our material world work and with the points of our statement of purpose. Be it resolved, we endorse the strike, pledge our support, and furthermore embrace the work of solidarity. I also endorse the strike. (laughs) Brett endorses... You endorsed the strike. I do. And uh, this is good news that, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm already really nervous for the people that are going to strike, you know, like that, that'll, uh, that's one of the things like, that's a brave move. Any, any incarcerated people who choose to take action, I, I like, that's a, that's gotta be a rough one to, to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're at the lowest point of power that you in the system that you can really have. So, uh, fighting back is not something they they want to let slide. But I mean, it's also what else can you do? You know. Well, and and let's read one. Uh, here's an article uh, right here. Uh, since 2011, at least 12 Texas prisoners have died from heat stroke, which is a result of the sweltering temperatures inside the buildings, dorms, day rooms, and cells where prisoners live. Hundreds more have suffered heat-related illnesses, and many of whom were among the elderly and disabled inmates housed in the Wallace Pack unit. So, I mean, like, this is one of the reasons for a strike, is, like, there's they don't, they don't upgrade prisons. Like, they just don't even feel like they need to keep up with technology get the, i mean prisons should be air conditioned just like any other fucking building is in this world you know so it looks like it's air conditioning we didn't study the strike before as you can tell but uh i think this is what the uh this is what it looks like is the reason they're doing it so i just wanted to read it i should have given it time right because they're not doing it till the 21st yeah know? well we can i mean we can let people know yeah we'll keep coming back with it and and talking about what's going on but uh you know a solidarity to that because i mean really i mean don't they sell cheese made by 
um, incarcerated workers at Whole Foods, isn't yeah, that? Yeah, that was like a story ages ago, yeah. But it's not a story. It, they're not doing that anymore? Oh, I'm sure they probably are. I, I'm sure that creamery is still in I mean, how business. much stuff? There, there's, it's a lot. I mean, if you... The numbers of the stuff I've read, I mean, Victoria's Secret, um, auto manufacturers, I mean, a lot of people benefit from prison labor. Yeah, I'm actually going to look up uh, products made by prisoners. And, uh, oh, here we go. Products made by prisoners from Thrillist. Let's take a, uh, it looks like they make uh, solar panels. Damn it. Damn it. What? That's a good one. We need those. Yeah, I'm with you, man. That that's one of the big things we need solar panels, but uh, protective military gear. Oh, yeah, they shouldn't have to make. They do that make shit. a lot of boots and and uh, weapons for the police. Not weapons, but boots and belts. Uh, law enforcement equipment. Yeah, yeah. That is, I forgot. I did see that. That's the shits, man. McDonald's was, uniforms. McDonald's uniforms. Wow. Yeah. There was a guy uh, that I that said that he made boots when he worked, he was in a private prison and his job was making boots in, in Texas that I were a guy that I worked with at the recyclers. Really? Yeah. And he, uh, uh, he's, he, he told me some wild fucking stories. Yeah. Microsoft software packaging. Damn. Yeah. That's a mainstream one. Honda car parts. Damn it. Furniture. Victoria's Secret lingerie. Yeah, I knew that one. I didn't know that one. Dentures. Dentures. what they sell dentures for and yeah, what thousands. they're paying to get the dentures made. They people made. on payment plans for that shit. Well, I know. I know. Uh, J.C. Penney's blue jeans. <laughs> if you're wearing them bobo blue jeans. Yeah, they're bobos and they're fucking prison labor. I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. Get out of those. I mean, they really... Into- they really do make it hard to know this sort of thing, though. Well, this yeah, isn't like a no... thing that's out there that we should... Like, it feels like no, we people should be don't... talking about this more on the left anyway. You know, like, I, mm. I feel like it doesn't get talked about even in the circles that we're in, you know? Yeah, that's not fair, though, because, I mean, there is a lot of... All the hardcore anarchist podcasts I listen to do a lot of prison outreach okay, and stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't see it talked about yeah, as much like as I would. Campaign socialist DSA shit. <laughs> I don't. I, I just don't see people talk about it. I I don't know, man. I just it's not something that that I see a lot. But yeah, the yeah. anarchists usually are. And I just feel like it would be a topic of conversation more. Like we would know what to boycott, basically. Sure. It's something that I well, uh, I like. But a I, Thrillist article is pretty big. Yeah, that's true. Call centers. It's, they do send call it to me though. Okay. I will spread it. But you're right. I, I agree, though. It is uh, it is something that I think that your average person, your average John Oliver Lib doesn't realize how many people are getting fucking completely taken advantage of. Slavery. I'll bet you there's so many fucking in, people. J- people that are in jail for, like, dumb shit, like selling drugs. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think, like, are boycotting Walmart because of their business pra- practices and have no idea about this? Like, I always feel like if you could get this out. To those people, they would boycott. Yeah, I know, but you got to pretty you got to boycott everything. That's what we that's what we're trying to get to eventually is just boycott the whole fucking system, right? I've I been mean, there. What else can you do? I've been there with that. I was telling my wife today that like I'm tired of uh, like like there's there's like people that will buy all of the new eco friendly stuff every time there's a new eco friendly thing. <laughs> like I'm like the. 
fucking making new ones is bad for the environment no matter what. They're not like zero impact things, sure. you know? Yeah. Like your new water bottle is saving the world, but if you buy a new water bottle like every two months, then no, that's right. not doing anything. Well, it's doing something, you know? But it's it's a drop in a bucket. Even though like a lot of that stuff is a drop in a bucket anyway, I know that the people that do the most wasting are... Super you know, rich. it happens and it's super rich and it's it happens like from the top. You know, you would you would probably need to stop these corporations from pumping shit in the sky and stop making this stuff. Yeah. And it's not to blame the people who are buying it. But I, I feel like. Yeah, but I mean, also having everybody have millions of single serving packaged everything isn't isn't necessarily the smartest idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like I throw, I recycle so much more, but it just is still a whole bunch of shit that is, you know, gets sent away. Yeah. So, uh, don't buy shit from prison people, number one. And, uh, let's, uh, let's move to, uh, let's move to the next thing. I'm Fredericks of Hollywood is where I buy all of my lingerie now. (laughs) This story's from a couple weeks ago. Or from last week. I kept it from last week because I thought we could we could talk about it a little bit. Uh so so this is just a short little article. It's from News Ten. Well, can actually can I say this real quick though? Is that the no such I think that the no such thing as ethical capitalism under consumption is complete fucking bullshit. And that you should absolutely try. Yeah, try and make better choices. And be coherent of who who you are yeah. and what you're doing in the world. I agree with that. I mean, because I, think, I see it when people just see it as like a band aid to just do the most horrendous fucking shit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's a bad. It's it's like a thing where you're like, uh, like the way I think the way I think about that a lot of time is like I get the sentiment and I sort of agree with it, but it's also like you can still like try to do what's better for like you can still like not use plastic bags when you go to the grocery sure store. You, know? you can still try yeah is what i'm saying and then like a lot of times it's just like you know i'm rolling coal because there's no ethical <laughs> yeah <laughs> right this was just an article from the fourth of july it's so quick brett but it the news posted this Battleboro police are looking to identify a man they say burned several flags during the early morning hours of July 4th. The police put out like an APB and the news station posted the APB with his picture in it. Like they were what? Wait, what? chasing a guy that burned some flags oh. on July 4th. Like they were putting the full power of the police department be- behind finding this guy that was burning American flags. man. Yeah, he was a dis. I like to catch him. No, but this is the first year in a while that I've seen so many. Uh, I've seen so many of those stories of people burning flags. Like this was really the first year I've seen in a long time where I saw story like a lot of stories right around the time of burning flags, and I got to thinking about it yesterday. And like the the All Star game for baseball was uh-huh. in uh, was in washington dc and like they don't want the president there anymore he just like throw out the first pitch the nfl doesn't want the president to like go to their games uh-huh. uh like 
it's like they're it's weirdly like they're washing their hands of having the I mean they still have the military there all the time. Sure, sure. But like it's like they're they're they don't wa- want to own it up. They don't want to own up to it. They just don't want to be there. He's not invited. Like yeah. I really think patriotism is hitting low new lows in my life. Oh, I no. feel like it is. Uh, yeah, I really wish that July 4th was just as big as it always was. Nobody was disappointed. Everybody bought bomb pops and sparklers. That shit should have been a fucking riot, dude. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. It should be like the new Boston Tea Party. It should be May Day. Right? Yeah. May Day. Like, I picked the fascist one and you picked the good one. (laughs) (laughs) It should have been like the Boston Tea Party or something. We should have dumped beer in the ocean or something. I don't know. So the cops are searching for a guy that burned some flags. And so there's a court. I saw this court, this story from a court from in New York. The home of uh, bad things, I guess. Mm. No. Yeah, Good terrible ideas. The home of terrible ideas. No, that's Massachusetts. Okay. I think we've agreed this week. Massachusetts? That Massachusetts, because it's where Harvard is. Right. Like New England is the home of bad ideas, I think. Is that, mm. Would you agree? Yeah, like the Boston Tea Party. Well, no, wait, that, <laughs> was, was that, a that wasn't like the worst okay, thing, you know. Worst thing. It was racist, though. They ended up doing it in a racist way. Sure. But, you know. A court will soon decide which is stronger, a New Jersey scofflaw's middle finger or the long arm of the law. Cheyenne Patel, 22, decided to test the limits of the First Amendment by flipping off a pair of hero NYPD officers in the middle of Times Square. This is the New York Post. They just say hero? They just, I'll read it again. I'm reading this word for word. Cheyenne Patel, 22, decided to test the limits of the First Amendment by flipping off a pair of hero NYPD officers in the middle of Times Square. Excellent. (laughs) Test the limits of free speech. If you can't flip off the cops you don't have free speech that's true right that's it's true what are like we a, fighting for yeah this isn't a fire in a crowded we, we, movie theater damn it thing. we have it but you don't ever use it <laughs> you just know you have it right it's like having your gun at your side but you don't use it don't you don't yeah you don't dang it you can say it all you want you're allowed to say whatever words you want to say but don't Say the ones that make me mad. Yeah. Please. Don't say all the words. Yeah. For, don't kneel during the national anthem. Don't even do actions that I don't like. Oh, man. I sent you. I, sent I, I got it. What? I got it. We can. I can read what you sent me. Oh, that guy? Yeah, if you'd like me to. God, that was the craziest fucking thing in the world. I was scanning through these Medium articles, <laughs> just like trying to find stuff to share. And I just kept clicking in these down this rabbit hole and found this conservative guy that opened up his article about like the world, the way it is right now. And it just made me so fucking mad. Well, let's read it, man. You want to do that? Yeah. The political atmosphere in America seem to have deteriorated a lot in the last few years. A lot of yelling, a lot of arrogance and overconfidence, a lot of trusting of stories that confirm what we already believe as opposed to stories that challenge what we only think we know, and a lot of trusting of source of stories that are literally not true. Yeah, then that really just made me pissed off. That's from a conservative. This is from a conservative. The most boring conservative that you meet at a party. Yes. The- <laughs> 
<laughs> the one that this was that, a guy that was calling for. This was a guy that was into pay, It was a patriotic call to come together, is what this was starting with, and. I was so fucking angry at this because this pe- these people will not listen to anything that Black Lives Matter to the to the radical any of the new things that are happening they refuse to listen to them and they insist that maybe we should just listen to the same old American history bullshit that we've already heard and they just don't why don't they understand that I, Did that make any sense? I feel like I just was like lost my mind there for a second. No, it makes a lot of sense. It is they're saying that like People They're are like, believing. why don't you, why don't you, why don't you listen to other ideas? Like maybe the cops are all heroes and we should worship them and never question them or indict them ever. Yeah. Why don't, why do you so close minded ideas like that? that <laughs> why? Yeah. And it's, nobody's close minded. to that. I know I've, I've heard it. I was raised on it. That's all my school was about. Like the cops are never, never make any sort of mistakes or they did it during the civil rights, but they really felt bad about it. Yeah. Yeah, that and, that is the way. Yeah, and, they, and this is literally this is literally young people now are we have access to the internet. We we can stay up all night long on our phones researching history and what led to all of this and where things come from. And we know that it's all a fucking scam. But we we still have this old status quo government, Republicans and Democrats insisting that the world is is like it was, you know, back in, you know, before the 21st century. Yeah, I want to say this story is written by Kathy Ann Boniello because I'm going to we're realize that we're reading this behind enemy lines, you know, so what? this story is going to be worded. The the police story we've been oh. we're talking about, this is going to be worded in a funny way. So <laughs> maybe we need to do the whole thing, Brett. Get in there. The series. OK, the foul expression of free speech landed him in the clink and he wants the cops to pay for their overzealous enforcement, according to a Manhattan federal court lawsuit he filed last week. Okay. The series of events began just after 1 a.m. on May 26, 2016. This person. Flipped off two cops on May 26th, 2016, and the court is still talking about it. <laughs> like, well, they wanted to make a point. What, like, what is that? Uh, when Don't when, hurt cops' feelings, okay? <laughs> when Patel, we don't joke around like that here. <laughs> especially in New York. That Not is the York. most... Like, that's the most cop-heavy place I've ever oh, been. I've never... I was, people love it. Yeah, I I like uh I think like a lot of people I've talked to like when we pulled in there. I don't see there's like I don't see There's like, no CPD anything no, here. Not really. I don't even like, see on the bootlickers. Like if you go to the suburbs, if I go to the mall, I see Westerville strong shirts which obviously that's a good money maker. Four cops got killed in Westerville. I, was just I think it was just the, two, wasn't it? Was I thought four? it was four. I oh, think it damn. was two. But uh, I went to the neighborhood where that happened today to run somebody somewhere. And every single porch in that neighborhood had blue lights. And they had Blue Lives Matter flags. One even had a rustic uh, palette. Blue Lives Matter palette out in front oh, of Oh, painted palette? Yeah. <laughs> That's some money. It was Take that to the fall jamboree. It was crazy i've never i've never seen so much like pro cop i want to take you there i want to yeah, drive you there go. and show you yeah we gotta get on instagram live on there or something yeah we gotta, 
You'd be shocked. We gotta you're, get on the live stream. You'd be shocked. It's like every it's every fucking house has a blue light on. We their can. Porch. You know what we'll do? Make it a journey. We'll go to uh, Blue Lives Matter Street. No, and then oh. we'll eat at the place where the guy that said, "Who gives a fuck about all these Westerville strong cops?" <laughs> oh yeah, the barbecue yeah, guy. The barbecue that was like, guy. "You're fucking." You know? Oh God, some cops died in in a, like a in a thing, and you're preempting golf. <laughs> he was pissed because they were like preempting a golf game yeah, or yeah. some shit. Yeah, we can go eat there. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. Eat. I mean, he's probably not in business anymore, right? Someone uh, said, "Would it be wrong to put a Blue Lives Matter flag up for the purposes of cops bugging you less?" I, I have heard that. That is a thing that I've been thinking about. It's like too. the new FOP sticker for the back of your car. Yeah, like putting one on your car. Duh, the fucking thing is like you'll yeah. stick out like a sore thumb because there's a thing that you need to realize when it comes to blue lives matter flags they're only on really expensive cars they're like on big expensive pickup trucks yeah and like suvs like the, minivans like if you have a thirty thousand dollar minivan like brett could put it on his van his minivan that he drives and he'd probably i could definitely i mean if you got pulled over and like they, I'd walk for out speeding, and, and they look. saw it, and then you started talking to them. They they would let you go with a warning. I sure, think. yeah, that would make. Yeah, I would definitely work for me. I got away with a warning on Father's Day this year. Really? Yeah, because I because like, you verified you had a kid. I did have a daughter in the. My daughter was in the car, and Katie was in the car, and like. I was like, watch this when he started to walk up to the car, and I just started acting scared. And I was like, oh, sir, I'm very sorry. And then, like, acted like I was shaking when I went to hand him my license and stuff. Because I it's learned that in Virginia. Yeah. And it's like, you just, when you get pulled over by the cops, you have to be like, I've never been pulled over by the police before. I'm very sorry. This makes me very nervous. <laughs> yeah, it works. I was also in a rental. And I said, oh, he was like, you were going 30 miles over the speed limit. Woo, <laughs> no way. Yeah. And I was like, this is a rental and it picks up a lot faster than I'm used to. Wow, Sorry sticks. about that. There was like nobody out there. You know, it was Where like. Where you at? I was driving down uh, Riverside Drive, which is uh, uh, 45. Maybe it was 20 miles an hour. I was going like uh, it was 45 and I was just hauling ass. Like I was on a freeway basically. Yeah. That's, it's a four lane road. And in my opinion, the speed limit should be 65. But in the state's opinion, the speed limit should be 45. And I assume that they make it 45 just so they can bust people. It's like one of those things that's like, come on, like, where do you even decide these speeds? You know? So, uh, I got pulled over. For yeah, I was going sixty five and a forty five, and he even told me he was like, "You're going like really fast," and I was like, "Oh, this car, it doesn't even feel like it's going anywhere." I'm so sorry, sir. And then he just let me go with a warning. Nice. And from now on, I'm just gonna act scared when they pull me over. Like if you show them that you're scared of them, they usually will let you go. <laughs> the series. So we're we're on to the series of events. He was parking his car near Times Square. That's when Sergeant Hamid Armani and Officer Pete Sobolski ticketed him for the vehicle's tinted windows. That, the thing. Damn. That is a cop being a fucking dick. The only time the cops bust people for tinted windows, they're being dicks. There's like no reason for that. There's no fucking reason in the world for them to come up to your car with their stupid thing and be like, oh, these are tinted too Well, dark. if you want to find drugs. 
Yes, that's what I'm saying. But there's no like, like it's a good way to find drugs. They're open container. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's like a lot of times it's that is their thing, and like that is what they're doing. They're harassing you. Yeah. The, yeah. the tinted window thing, or like some weird fucking wrong color lights on your uh, on your on your yeah. license plate. Your license or some plate shit. lights out. Yeah, that's just a cop being a fucking dick. And that I thought that that was like a regular known thing. That like, oh, the cops just they were out there being dicks, and this person acted like. You know, pissed. Yeah. Because that's how you fucking act when somebody fucking treats you like shit and they're assholes. You fucking get mad at people. Yeah, we used to flip off cops when there was like, there was no way they could find, like, get to us. It would be like, a, if there was like a barrier between us, a concrete barrier where they couldn't easily turn around, we would flip them off if we drove by as kids. Well, and these are cops. Somebody threw a bomb in their patrol van like two months earlier, just a few months earlier. They were like these cops that were what it says just months later. Later? Oh, God. They're saying like this happened after he flipped off the cops, right? after the flip off. Armani and Cebulski would make headlines when a deranged Queens man threw what looked like a bomb into their patrol van. The two cops drove the apparent explosive device, which was experts later determined was a candle and a T-shirt wrapped in tinfoil with solar garden lights away from the Times Square. <laughs> hold on hold on that was that didn't sound as brave at first i was like oh damn they seen some shit they took some shrapnel <laughs> they didn't they took some trash a trash a pile <laughs> of trash a pile of hot trash came flying at him some, I, some, I got burned by the wax sapolsky <laughs> run run it's a candle and a t-shirt. There's a loose wire on that that, that string of lights. <laughs> it's oh, it, one it, more time. Candle and a t-shirt. Okay. T-shirt's probably like soaked in kerosene or something. <laughs> Just a t-shirt wrapped in tinfoil with oh. solar garden lights. Oh, it. I know those. Yeah, yeah. The like spike, the spike lights. It probably looked like like a pile of dynamite like they used yeah. to have in the cartoons. Why right. didn't they All tape a clock up. to it, too? Yeah, you got to put a clock in there to sell it. <laughs> that's not her. <sighs> yeah, that's... I they, mean, that's just... You, so, because they have to deal with someone throwing a pile of garbage at them, <laughs> that means they should be able to send people to jail for selling drugs and shit? Yeah, yeah. Or for selling cigarettes? So now we're back in current times on on the that morning of May 26. Okay, back when the 2016 when that, that, that middle finger was dropped. Patel finished parking his car and he and a pal went to sit at the public tables and chairs in Times Square when he spotted Armani and Sobolski eyeing him, he claims. Patel I I fucking me? Yeah, you fucking eyeing me, man? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Patel set his cell phone to record, looked back at Armani, and raised his middle finger. Oh, he's getting a snap. He's getting a snap, bro. <laughs> let him look cool on this. Let him look cool on the Snapchat, right? That's if cops want to get in with the youth, they should let the cop. They should be treated like scum, so that the cop, so they really think they're they're cool, you know. Well, scum. I don't doubt his thing that they were eyeing him too. They just wrote the fucking yeah. guy a ticket. The guy was probably irritable when they wrote the ticket because that's so this a reason to be after. irritable. And then he went. So what happened was they wrote him the ticket. He parked. He walked away with his ticket, right? And then he said he went to sit down. And he saw well, the cop fair. standing in Times Square and like eyeing him, you know which what? I believe. If I play, yeah. If I'm playing a board game 
and you catch me on a rule, I still flip you off. Yeah, fuck, you're allowed. It's yeah. within your rights. Yeah. If somebody acts like a dick to you, you flip them off. And that was what a dick does. Yeah, a dick I fucking ticket you for your window tent. Yeah, I just, I like it. I have a sensitive eyes and I need tent. Yeah. So And it makes my fucking ride look so fresh. Tent is badass. I love tinted windows. I think tinted windows are the coolest fucking things in the world. <laughs> yeah, they're a great addition to the car's look. Like when you get a black car, a cool like black car with like uh tinted windows real dark, and it's like a sports car, like a a, a Corvette or something like that. That's some cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at like Knight Rider pulling in there. Like some kind of a uh, like Batman's car. Somebody from 24 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Patel finished. So what have he's So after he did that, it said the p- provocative gesture prompted Armani, Sobolski and other cops to approach Patel and ask for his ID. So he flipped them off and they can't just be like, well, you know, he flipped them. OK, this is a heated moment. The cops are staring at me. I flip them off. Okay. Okay. And uh, so they come up and he was instead of. Co- so they come up and they show ID. Instead of complying, Patel asked, what crime do you suspect me of committing? That's what he asked. Yeah. That's a good way to ask it, too. That's like reasonable. He was trying to be like the level headed, cool person in this situation, knowing how cops are like. Any sense of disrespect will like scrape your face across yeah, the concrete. I feel like and kick saying you. no. I feel like saying that. I know that's going to piss them off immediately. Yeah, but I think he wanted to at that yeah, point. Sure. Like he's in a shitty mood, and it's like it's not against the law to flip somebody off. Sure. Dude. And if you don't have, I mean, like they, the, the only appropriate response if you get flipped off is either to do the jack off the hand motion or do like the fingers with the V. In the tongue, like the eat the pussy motion. Yeah. Either that, this or this, if somebody flips you off. Just do one of those. That's the <laughs> response. And then if they want to escalate it from there, I mean, that's on them. Flip them off two hands. Yeah, then go he double He only hands. flipped them off one hand. Oh, give them one of those, like, ones with the yeah. little bit of an action on it, or like an inflatable one. <laughs> a little bit of an action. This this middle finger has give a little bit of action. Shing- <laughs> Here give comes it- middle, shinger, middle finger machine guns. Give them some pizzazz. Some yeah. extra oomph on your middle fingers. Come oh, up yeah. with something. You want to give me one of those? How about this, buddy? <laughs> yeah, that's all the cops should be allowed How to do. How about a wind-up? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> That's all the cops should be My allowed to do. middle finger's dude. bigger and badder than yours. Yeah. yeah, all you get to do is they challenge you to a middle finger contest. You and gotta, you do go. too. Yeah, he did one, two. you do too. There you Boom. go. You got, you got him. him. He can't go anymore. Yeah, there's nothing left. He can't flip you off any harder. Let than... him do some yoga shit and kick his shoes off and try to do it with his feet. But... Yeah, yeah. And so the cop walks. He says, what crime do you suspect me of committing? Yeah, and the cop goes, "You cannot jester such." Armani oh, told him, according weird. to Patel's lawsuit against the this? two officers. It's Oliver Twist type language. What is yeah. this? You cannot gesture such. Yeah, he said you're not allowed to gesture. Like he's you're said, going oh, to the magistrate. S- Did you say free speech? No, it's free speech, not free gesture. Have you ever heard oh, the words yeah, free that's gesture? True, that's true. Got him. God, that is that true? Like, I don't know. Free gesture. You should be allowed to gesture. I think this still has been. Too. I believe I. Re- I believe I shared an article 
recently about this or maybe in the last year or so. But you, you, it is protected. You can do whatever you want. Okay, you so can now, flip them off. Here we go. Here we go. But Brad. they're gonna get you for something. Here we go. Here's the heat of the moment, baby. And he goes, "Oh yes, I can. It's freedom of speech." <laughs> I love Patel. I'm a big fan of this person. Okay. It's bravery. That's my tr- like when people are like, "The police are so brave." He stood up to the police, and it's like, "Well, he's actually braver because the police have guns, and he's talking." You know what? You know what, folks? Them. Patel never once thought about getting a Blue Lives Matter flag for his fucking house <laughs> to fit in and not be bothered by them. No. He was going to let them know immediately what he thought. What's a piss, too, dude? Like, I just don't get this thing where you're not allowed to be pissed. Yeah, I'm con- I'm really actually I'm confused at this point. If you could just catch me up with what actually happened, because he was driving and he got busted for tint. OK, so he goes to park. Uh-huh. OK. The cops pull up when he parks uh-huh. and they ticket him for tint. for window tinting. He flips him off as he's walking. No, along. He goes to Times Square. Okay. And he sits at a public table in Times Square. Okay. With his buddy or whatever. And they're doing whatever, having a meeting, grab ass. And I don't know what the okay. fuck they're doing. You know, uh, it's just like me and you. We're always sitting sure. at a public table doing something. You know, it's just sure. a thing. Well, not lately, but when we're on the yeah, road, no, we it's do. common, very common. But when we hang out, so he went to sit there, and he said the cops that he that had pulled him over uh-huh. were standing in the like general vicinity, and they were staring at him. Got it. Got now, it. my guess is that he gave off pissed off. Yeah, vibes yeah. I'm to sure the police. he was staring right at through them too. Yeah. And so the police were standing there being like, you are not allowed to have, you can't be mad. You can't, can't have, be mad. Yeah. You're not no pissed off vibes to me. I'm They're the police. Dad. They're your dad. So you're he don't want to be mad back at him. You can't spank him back. So he then looks over at, they're still looking at him. He looks over at him and he flips them off. Got it. That's what he does. And then he goes back to, he Instagrams himself, flipping them off and he goes back to doing whatever he's doing. Well, what happens after that is the two cops that he flipped off plus extra cops came over and asked him for his ID. I got it. Okay, I'm caught up now. And now he's like, you're asking me for my fucking ID for what? You know? What what did I do? I flipped you off. Grow up. You gave me a ticket. I have to pay a bunch of fucking money for this. I might have to show up to court. I might have to get my car changed. You know? I'm pissed. That's the way the fucking world works. Right. It doesn't, this shit doesn't happen in a vacuum. So, you know what you should do? A little olive branch. You should say, he, the cop should say, let me see that middle finger. And then when he puts it up, they take a donut and they just slide it right on there. <laughs> they say, maybe that'll change your attitude. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to give you any sugar, Brett. They're allowed to just give you all vinegar. All vinegar? Yeah. That's the police job is to give well, you all bring, vinegar. Bring some fries. Um. So he goes, so he goes like this. Oh, yes, I can. It's free speech. The response from the cop Armani. No, it's not. You can't curse a police officer. That's what they think the rules are. That's what they think. What world that they're fucking operating in. that You can't even curse at them. They can. I mean, they also can kind of make up whatever they want it to be to try to, to, you know, if someone pisses them off, they can make up whatever they want. Oh yeah. Well, I actually talked about sort of like how, there are all these things where you need like an event to take action against somebody. Like uh, on a show I did with Lucian, a uh, trans activist that I had on the third show, we talked about the fact that like a lot of people do get fired for being trans. 
You know what I yeah. mean? But or black or enough or don't get hired because of that. A number of things, but you can never like sue for it because they can give you 25 other reasons why they did it. And that's kind of the thing here with these cops. It's so fucking weird to me that they didn't just find something else. And instead they fucking disrespecting an officer of yeah. the law. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, get they, tangled, they get you tangled up and they try to get you for anything else, you know? Yeah. So courts have found profanity, even when directed at police, is prote- protected by the First Amendment and that New- and the New York Civil Liberties Union told the Post no law prohibits cursing at a cop or giving them the middle finger. Patel was cuffed and spent 22 hours awaiting arraignment on disorderly conduct and resisting arrest, and the case was later dismissed. That's another thing. That's something that they can always fucking do is disorderly conduct. That is like the thing that they always use. It doesn't even seem like there's any sort of a a fucking requirement for disorderly conduct. That's what they always threaten everybody with, you know? Is there, what do you think the, there's a podcast called disorderly conduct out there? Like a real cornball one. That would be cool. I mean, we should have named this show. (laughs) I know that's what I was thinking. Kind of. Yeah. Nah, this is better because disorderly conduct sounds like one of those political shows. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, like, like Keith Olbermann. Yeah. Disorderly (laughs) conduct. Yeah. I will Uh, not stand for this. So this guy got, he got, uh, chained up for 22 hours. He went to jail. For disorder, probably fuck. I mean, you know, who knows if he had to be the work the next day? Who knows what this person missed? Because these cops think it's illegal for you to cuss at them. <laughs> yeah, and they don't like your. They're jealous of your tent. And the city is now. So he seeks unspecified damages, and the city said it would review the complaint. The NYPD declined to comment. So there is somebody like he. He deserves something. He deserves restitution for that. I I feel. I don't think he did anything illegal. And he went to jail all night. And he yeah. had to go. And again, you said that. They're just fucking. The thing they do is like, yeah, you know, in the end, he didn't end up going to jail or getting any time. And the case got dismissed. But that's like saying your time is worthless. Yeah, the yeah. time you spent dealing with this situation is is also something that like I, well, that's the punishment that's the punishment for disrespecting the cops right what it is right and that's exactly that's the only way the thing the punishment is these cops don't make you fucking sweat yeah for for two days and then bring you back into court and you have to deal with the disorderly conduct thing i'll bet you he walked right into the public defender's office and the defender probably basically was just like yeah they're just gonna drop this it's not even like a big deal what you just you were a dick you know, which I don't think I, I'm, I'm going to come out on the Patel was not a dick sign. I think he was fine. Uh, I mean, he did things that piss cops off. You well, know, he I mean, did things know, that he knew was going to piss them off. But still, he, that doesn't shouldn't result in any sort of punishment. You I know, just, pissing cops off shouldn't be against the law. I, yeah, I just will. I mean, once again, if I'm just thinking in my mind of. uh this police force that is here to help everybody out. If they can't deal with somebody being a little childish after receiving a ticket for having a really cool car, then, you know, why the fuck are they in the job? Yeah. Yeah. They like, if that's the biggest problem and yeah, they're doing petty bullshit, get rid of them. We don't need them. They just sound like they're stirring up trouble. Yeah. 
That's what they're doing. In this case, they're stirring up trouble. That's exactly right. Uh, let's do some uh, let's do some employment news, some labor news. How's that sound? We hit prison. We hit the cops. Let's uh, let's do this story I got from Splinter News. I'm I'm kind of catching up on stories that I had from last week because we just ended up we didn't do a whole lot. We did a whole lot. We recorded a very good show, but we just talked about different things. And I and these are stories that I kind of felt were sort of important to us. Retail Colossus Walmart just patented a new technology meant to monitor employee productivity via audio surveillance oh, no. of checkout counters. The technology, which Walmart calls listening to the front end, aims to increase employee efficiency by using sensors to monitor sounds that can indicate how long lines are, how many bags are being used, and most unnervingly, conversations among employees or Whoa. between employees and customers. Whoa. That is like straight up so they can't organize. That's straight that that I mean like that is treating them like rope. That they maybe they just need robots to run their fucking place. Because that was a big thing at so, the grocery yeah, store I worked at. They were always mad if the bagger and the cashier were talking to each other and having like a conversation because it was sort of like you're here to yeah you got yeah time to lean you got time to clean <laughs> well you're here to bag groceries and run a cash register not here to talk to the person you're working with yeah this uh i mean that type of the the thing is is that they're also oh man i don't that's this is that is so mind-boggling i don't even know what to say to that right now i'm fucking flabbergasted so, really i didn't know they were gonna do this well that's mystery shopping jobs <laughs> out the window if they're doing this sure you know I mean, they can they just know look everything. at everything yeah i'm like well, i mean just think about all of that like all of the downtime you have when you can't when like every it's all recorded now yeah you know yeah. and who knows who's going to have access to it they always give the little shithead managers access to stuff like that gm's that are going to invite over other little assholes and have them listen to what other people are talking about. You know, well, I can imagine, I can only imagine disaster. People should not have that kind of power. No. That could be, that's, we can't cross that barrier. No. Cause I've worked at places like it's, Walmart. I worked at Kroger, which is a union place that is a lot like, that's where I got a lot of my retail experience. Like anytime, Anytime I worked in retail, I did, I've only done like a grocery store, but most of the other stuff was restaurants. I never had that kind of job. Like you, you worked at a toy store. Yeah. Right? I worked at, yeah. And Meyer and Myers. Yeah. And there were always times where we were just kind of grab assing and bullshitting because there yeah. wasn't work to do. Telling dirty jokes. And like that kind of stuff, like made it not that, not as bad yeah. as I had. No, that's the, Yeah. And it was like, oh, I have friends here. We're messing around. We're doing work jokes and shit like that. We're fucking around. And like, I have that legitimate person was an asshole that just came through here. Did you hear what they said to me? Yeah, I've legitimately good memories of things that happened at work at Kroger How and many places bags? like that. I mean, think about think about some jackass in a fucking blue vest and a tie that was given to him by <laughs> Walmart corporate coming up to you holding a tablet in their hand that says. Uh, you know, you went through 60 bags today and, and, you know, you only had 55 transactions and that's a little higher than what we expect from people that are part of the Walmart family. Yes. Yeah. And again, this, they're not paid an amount of money that makes this worth the time either. Like, no, yeah, it, it's no like, I mean, that's what it, I mean, that's increasingly what it is, though, is that the money is being spent on monitoring people and then paying them 
so that they are desperate and like willing to rip you off at any chance that they fucking get. People probably be taking bags home and selling them to the corner stores and shit. If any, just to make a goddamn dollar, if you weren't listening to them. I mean, know? I feel like if you, if there used to be a time where if the, the idea was if productivity needed to be, there actually was never this time. Actually, I've studied like a lot of labor stuff, but I feel like the conceit a lot of times is that like, if, if the job needs to be done faster, then you you should be paid more to do the job like that like my idea of the world and maybe this is like naive of me and I'm a very naive person so is that if if some if people were making $15 an hour or if people were making enough money to live let's just say a living wage cuz that's how I feel a living wage with insurance okay then they wouldn't fuck around at work no. as much they would care about the job like they don't give you a fucking reason to care about a job at walmart other than i need to cling desperately to survival yeah this is the only way that i'm gonna have food yeah yeah that's how i felt it like all my jobs like i never felt like first of all nobody thinks they're getting paid what they deserve because they're not getting paid what they deserve. When we're talking about the service industry, we're talking about retail, we're talking about restaurants, grocery stores, any of those places, nobody's making what they're worth. The, the, yeah. the idea of what they're worth is so skewed by, I guess, propaganda? Basically propaganda yeah. from like the employers, I think, is yeah, really where it comes from. Business class people. Yeah. And also, I don't know, some sort of this weird intrinsic hierarchy we have of of uh, people that are lesser than that don't get anything and then, you know, are brave, rich billionaires. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it really is. So let's, unlike competitor Amazon, Walmart has the burden of physical retail stores, which costs more money than Amazon's largely automated warehouse and delivery system. So it's unsurprising that they're looking to squeeze as much productivity out of their workers as possible. Right now, this is just a patent, and it's unknown whether Walmart will ever develop it. But it shows that Walmart is following in Amazon's footstep when it comes to finding new and inventive methods of invasive employee surveillance. When asked for a comment, Walmart told BuzzFeed News, We're always thinking about new concepts and ways that will help us further enhance how we serve customers, but we don't have any further details to share. And uh, BuzzFeed explains how this technology would work. Based on the application, Walmart's patented surveillance system would be a series of sensors in the cashier area to collect audio data, including everything from beeps to rustling noises to conversations between guests and an employee stationed at the terminal. It would then analyze this information and use it to calculate various performance metrics for the employee. Performance metrics that can't... I can't stress this enough. This was... this. The cable company is a really big place where it's like there are... Did we talk about it before on the show? Was that on this show or was it was the pre-show that we mentioned the quality checks and mystery shopping and all that? Oh, I believe that was... Yeah, that was before the show. We weren't uh, even on... We, we weren't on the air yet. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. But the... That was always a big thing at, at the cable company with me was there were always new metrics. There was always a new way to collect metrics and judge how I was doing my job. Like the one that I talk about, I've, I've probably talked about it before on here was called repeats. They were called repeat calls. And what it was, was if I go to somebody's house and then they call back after I left, 
then that counts against me. And I had to make sure that I like, I think it was like 95% of people didn't call back within three months, which is like, what am I? I understand that like, if I completely fix something, then they shouldn't have to call back. But like, what if their cable goes out, dude? Yeah. And they got to call in. What if they have to call to pay their bill? What if they and bought they, a new remote control and I right. need to come there and program the, like that was a metric I had no way of fucking controlling. And people that call the cable company, look, I'm uh, people that call the cable company for service on a regular basis are they, it's like the same fucking people that do right, it. Right. You know, most people will put up with a decent amount of like snowy pictures or whatever. So it was this really impossible metric that I got put on probation for that one too. At one point, my, my number was 85% or, and I didn't even know how the number was calculated. They wouldn't even explain how the fucking number was calculated. Yeah. And, and, they, and they make them high. I mean, it's, it's, you can't slip up in a lot of these. No. At at Uber and Lyft, the it was like you needed a four as your score. Like I think it's out of five stars, uh-huh. if I remember right. Yeah, and you needed at least a four. Uh, and that leaves no room for like people to like if you people are like just would be like, oh, he was kind of friendly, and leave three out of four stars. It's like you're fucked. Well, somebody on our in our Street Fighters group this week was fired for having a ninety one percent secret shop. You know, that is probably just he forgot to say the dumb thing that they did. Yeah, because a lot of didn't times. Didn't ask if they wanted to try the turtle cheesecake when they were done. Yeah. I, when I worked at the, when I worked in a call center and you had to keep, a, basically you needed a 100% quality control score. If it dipped below 90 on average, then you were on probation. If you didn't get it up within three months, then you were fired. And uh, I was always like trying, like desperately trying to make sure that like I I apologized for the problem. I asked them if there was anything else I could help them with. I read the script at the beginning of the call off, and then also get this call done within six minutes because it needs to be an average of six minutes or less. And if it's two minutes, then we'll assume you're not doing your job right. Yeah, and and now the having all of this control over and I'm I imagine with the audio too they can probably judge how your voice sounds so they could even say like you aren't scoring very high on like the happiness scale they could yeah most invasively the system could also be used to analyze voices of customers and guests to see if they're interacting and even to listen to what they're saying if however the performance metric is based on the content of the conversation for example was a specific greeting used or script followed the system can process the audio detected by the sound sensors and uh, to determine the performance metric what? of the patent descript the patent description explains. So they can load it in to say, "Did you try the turtle cheesecake?" Yeah, and find that audio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm Holy sure that they can fuck. find the lilt in your voice. You know yeah. what I mean? Did he say that in a grumpy fashion? Yeah. It Did he say a that grumpily? Aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! They're gonna. They're they. There are people out there. That are miserable human beings that are creating this kind of yeah. technology for these companies that have no concern for their fellow human no. beings. No, 
that you're yeah they don't have any concern for people they they fucking see us all as little insects that they can they can study and collect data on you know yeah they can be manipulated yeah oh we can push them around and have them do stuff like the more we read about it doesn't matter well i mean if some people can't keep up with being constantly monitored by an amazon alexa or whatever the walmart's called the walmart roberta uh then you know we'll find some people that fucking can you know eventually people will fight to get the job well, a really great point in this article let me see who wrote this it's on a uh, splinter news um sophie weiner oh there you go if you don't sign up for you got to ask do you want to do you want a credit card today would yeah. you like to your target red card would you like to save 25 percent today by you know put getting your fucking credit ran yeah they got to ask me that when I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, please you. don't. don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't ask me. I don't want you selling to me. Like, I trust. I've said this a lot of times. If you hire somebody to interact with the customers at your business, maybe it should be on you to hire somebody that's good with that. You can yeah. trust to deal with customers and like trust them to do. That. Right. You, Some people are, are good at it. Yeah. And you have to find them. That's part of right. running a company. Right. You have to. And you know what? A good way to find those people is to offer health care and right. a, a high living wage and dental Makes and vacation people, time. Right. People have way less are way less glum when they have those things. Yeah. Maybe let people work like the misery kind of washes away yeah shorter schedules less days a week just there's yeah, all been, kinds of ways to hire people that are happy and want to make cuts because i, I talked about the, this is another thing i talked with lucian about on that show is that like i liked working with customers i i even said it on the show brett you could probably go back and find episodes of street fight that take place Right after I graduated college and was working at the restaurant, the deli, where I couldn't stop talking about how much I love being around the people and I love I love the job and I love doing it. It's yeah. the management and everything else that sucks all of that out of the job and makes it a negative experience. For sure. So, I mean, I think there are people that like doing that. And you know what? They end up leaving retail and they end up leaving those jobs because right. that's the only way to get a living wage now. It re- we really need to be, I mean, loosening up the, this surveillance I, is, is crazy to me. Yeah. Like it's I so always, much. I always liked doing customer service too. I was always yeah. ready, to, always able to talk to people and kind of level with them and just kind of be like, I know this is a pain or whatever it is, but you know, we'll make it through this together when they don't want you doing that. Like they don't want you relating to the customers yeah. in that way. They don't that because that's the wrong way to relate to the person, even though like that, a person you can't be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And they really don't want you to be yourself. They don't want you to be yourself. They don't want you to take any matters into your own hands. They don't want you to say like, I hate this world where like, these jobs are, they basically are like, we'll just hire anybody and then we'll make them fit into our thing instead of having to, fu- first of all, it's Walmart's job to find people, but they can't do that because they aren't willing to pay enough so that they just have to hire anybody that comes through the door, Yeah, you know? And then once you get in there, you can't expect, like you can't, and they do. Walmart is a really good example of this too, where they expect you to have pride in the place and they expect you to to 
you know, give them your all. And it's like, why? What do you make give you, them? Make you a part of the family, too. Right. And, and what do you give them? What What is it that they're getting for for this? They're getting, like, barely enough to live. They're getting enough to cling on to live. Or they're getting a second job. Right. Or they're getting, like, a job that gives them enough hours that they can't get another job. But enough hours so that they, but not enough hours so that they can have insurance or benefits. That's right. what they're giving them. That's how they're treating people. And that's, that is so not how you treat people. It's right. so, and, and these are sp- spying on them to be like, they're, they're just kind of a little miserable these days. Yeah. His voice sounded so, he didn't sound thankful that the customer was there. Yeah. I can tell you that. I mean, I look at it and I'm like, this guy, he, he seemed like, first of all, when he apologized for the weight, it didn't even sound like he was really sorry about the weight. <laughs> I don't think he was sincere. <laughs> the sincerity metrics were very low on this. Yeah. We got to stop it. We got to bash up all of these things. You know, okay. we need to bash up need like all a this battering sort of stuff. ram and like a wrecking ball. I mean, it really proves that, like, in order to have a world that's good, you have to completely demolish capitalism. Like, it has to go away because th- that this is the function of capitalism: making people's lives miserable. That is the function of it. It's making your employee's life miserable, but then convincing you that because you can play God of War after work that you're living in the greatest country in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right, man. I think we're good. I think we got the show done. Again, uh, I want to say solidarity with the prison strikers. And if you're somebody that is on the iWalk and you want to come on and talk, we have a call-in show every Sunday. You can DM one of us, and we'll get you right on the air, because I would like to know more about it. And, uh, you know, don't flip off cops, I guess, because they'll well, arrest you, but, you know, it's still cool when you do it. <laughs> just make sure you don't have tinted windows or uh, uh, your car isn't lowered too much that you can get a ticket. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. We are the number one anarcho-comedy radio show in any station across the nation. We do it the best. We do it every single week on WCRS. So this Sunday, if you want to call in and give us a story about a small business tyrant in your life or maybe some sort of creepy new technology that is being used to spy on you while you're at work, we will be there to answer the call. The number is 614-412-5252. Uh, we are going on a tour, a mini tour sorry of the uh midwestern states we're going to start with a live show september 2nd in chicago illinois we're going to be at the hideout uh we're going to have special guest ambra from the season of the bitch podcast i believe is going to join us on stage uh that following week we're going to milwaukee then to milwaukee No, not Milwaukee. <laughs> I was going to say, I love Milwaukee. Right Minneapolis. on Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Uh, and then Des Moines. And then, oh God, what? Kansas City and then St. Louis. Yeah. So that's all in the first week of September. That's what I'm hearing. That's what's happening. We'll have more on the way as that becomes available. You can follow us on social media. We're at Street Fight WCRS on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, if you want to get updates on all of our CBD and Kratom offerings and special deals, go to store.streetfireradio.com. You can sign up for the 
for the uh, email list there and get notified when we have uh, new stuff in. Right now, the CBD tincture is rolling strong. Lots of people are loving it. Uh, the capsules are also a big hit. We've also got a, a bunch of new Kratom in. So if you want to help the show continue along so that we can keep spreading it, uh, we need you to buy stuff. I mean, it sucks to do capitalism, but we are small business tyrants and, you know, kind of trying to be in drug dealers too that sell legal drugs and shit. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's better than, uh, having us do some corporate zombie bullshit. So, uh, thank you for everyone that supports us in our dream of eventually smashing all hierarchies. We are street fight radio. Peace. It's that new phenomenon. It's that shit the Malcolm's on. All my niggas got armor on, so don't act like it's not your fault. Claim that you keep in the safe. How can I trust what you say? Please get the fuck out my face. Who do you think that you playing with?